0: so i 'm going to be continuing this week with uh, a set of four talks that uh, my brother Osho Brad started last week where we 're going to walk through the four divine abidings or awakened abodes or the four brahma viharas they 're known by by a few different a few different uh, names the four exalted dwellings kind of run into different descriptions of these things as you run into different translations of the texts and uh, different commentaries on them. But they're the four states of being of the, of the awakened state. And as, as Osho Brad started last uh, week, he talked about metta or loving kindness. I'll be talking about equanimity this evening or, or I, I like to refer to it as inner peace. Uh, Brad will talk next week about compassion and I'll follow it up with joy. Uh, as As Osho Brad talked about, these four are states of being that we are trying to cultivate as we practice, as we grow, as we understand more of the Dharma, as we understand more about life. These are the states of being that that give us some indication of arrival. <laughs> as I as I rest in a state of inner peace and and compassion and joy and metta, or loving kindness, that I I See something about life that I otherwise maybe don't notice all the time, or when I'm wrapped up in in life's problems and things that come up, I have a tendency to kind of lose sight of of the magic of what it is to be here. But of course, there's a there's a challenge with these four because you need, you know I, I want inner peace, I want compassion and joy and loving kindness. They they sound great, but how? How do, we, how do we get there, right? Because uh, a lot of the, and not to throw shade in any way, shape or form on, on other teachings on the four exalted dwellings, but a lot of them uh, spend a lot of time talking about how cool they are and how, how great it feels to, to reside in this you know, sense of joy or compassion or whatever the one is that they're, that they're talking about, but they, they, they rarely say how. All right, so how do I get there? So I thought I would, I would talk in the context of inner peace or equanimity, which is the one I'm taking. Like, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about how, because there's some, there's some danger in not knowing how the, how the heck do I get here? If this is a state I want to I wanna dwell in, how do, I, how do I find myself there? And I was reminded of uh, one of my very, very favorite um, Seinfeld episodes of if you don't know how, if you don't know, have any kind of idea of where you're going, then it kind of doesn't matter how you go. Remembering a a line from Alice in Wonderland where, uh, is it the the caterpillar who who asks where she's going and she says she doesn't know and he says, uh, well then it doesn't really matter which way you go then. (laughs) So it's sort of the same thing, right? I, the, the particular Seinfeld that I'm thinking about is a real famous one. I'm sure you know it. Where George is driving in the car with his mother next to him and his father in the back seat. And his father is not comfortable. He, the seat's too far back. And he's trying to get, you know, George's mother to pull the pull the seat up. And she's saying, the mechanism isn't working. And... And he says something like, you know, I have to sit here like an animal and she blames the mechanism. And then he looks towards the sky, brings his hands to his face. You know I'm going to say it if you know this episode. And he says, Serenity now! Right? And, And George says to him, what is that? And his father says, the doctor gave me a relaxation cassette. He says when my blood pressure gets too high, I'm supposed to say, serenity now. And George says, are you supposed to yell it? <laughs> and, and look, it's making me laugh. I can't even get through it, describing it. And his, his father says, the man on the tape wasn't specific. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and and isn't that the way of, my, of so many teachings? Like, we want to cultivate loving kindness and compassion and joy and inner peace. How? You just want to cultivate compassion and loving kindness. and peace. Yeah, but I don't understand how. You just, would well, just do it. I don't know what that means. I don't know what to do. I, it's like the worst kind of Instagram wisdom. It just kills me. You know, the... I'm going to get back on the highway now. I could feel myself pull, being pulled over to uh, talk about something's going to take us off. We need, there's got to be another way. And so i was I was thinking, all right what well, now, where in life do I run into the uh, this general sense of these four of of a sense of loving kindness and inner peace and compassion and joy? Where do I run into it naturally and my my wife gave gave me the answer. My wife is a preschool teacher, and she uh every day comes home with a story uh, about something that happened with the kids that she's working with and, uh, and how she had to interact with them. And they are the best stories because these are, these are little kids. They're like four or five and they, they're funny and they're cute. And, you know, they say the best stuff. And, of course, my wife, in, in her position as a teacher, sort of is this, you know, the person to help them, you know, to help them through the, the um, scenario they're dealing with. And so, but she can see it from this sort of different perspective than the, what they see it, right? I'll give you an example. She was telling me just last night about a little boy who was at lunch, and it was it was the best lunch day. It was pizza sticks. She tells me there's something kind of like a mozzarella stick. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's all they are, but she's not even sure herself. But it's the best day. And you can picture it um, for a four-year-old. Heck, even I. I, lo- I want a pizza stick. You know, uh, one of the kids, this little guy, was eating a pizza stick. A- and he accidentally dropped it. And she saw it happen. And she watched as the struggle happened within him, that tears just just came and he was trying to just eat the rest of his lunch and quietly, but she could see like just these tears well up, like the worst, the worst thing happened. He dropped his pizza stick and she went over to him. He said, honey, what, what happened? And I dropped my pizza stick. Yeah. Oh, honey, I'll, I'll come. We'll go. We'll, you know, we'll finish the one that you have, and then we'll go back up together, and I will tell them that you need an okay. And she, and she cared for that little guy. She saw it. She saw it clearly. She knows that dropping a pizza stick is not the worst thing that can happen. But to that little guy, in that moment, it, it was pure suffering. Like, it's pizza stick day. And I dropped my pizza stick. And I'm reminded of another one, that like a, a, another little boy in her class comes up to her some days and she, and, he, and he's so excited. He just, you know, and she, what? what is it that you want to tell me? And he's like, and, and it's some story about Godzilla. It's always a story about Godzilla, but there's like the wonder in his face and the magic coming out of his, the joy of what's happening. In that as he's talking about Godzilla and what Godzilla does and I realized this is this really is the uh, a great example of these four abidings <laughs> of you know that these experiences uh, from her perspective as she gets to witness like these little kids she feels a, a, a sense of just love and kindness it just it just awakens it's just there she doesn't have to reach for it and when something like godzilla does something really cool and he's just so super excited to tell her she feels joy it just happens and when somebody drops their pizza stick like compassion just awakens it, there's no work it just happens there's no there's nothing to read there's no lesson to do he dropped his pizza stick the tears are coming out of his eyes. Bam. She, compassionate. And of course, she knows she's not a little kid. She can see all of this without being attached to any of it. She can feel the emotions. She can feel the love and the compassion and the joy. But she does it from a place of equanimity, a place of inner peace where she can see that what they're going through is, in the grand scheme of the life that we know as adults, this we're so smart, right? That this none of this is all that important, right? Like none of it is all that heavy. Nothing. A pizza stick isn't something to cry. Like I can picture, it like <laughs> like the on the opposite end of the spectrum. You, you dropped your pizza stick. Stop crying. I'll give you something to cry about. Right? Like the complete wrong. Complete wrong way to address the poor kid, right? But she sees it. She sees it so clearly. And, and, and why? Because she knows. She can see these things really clearly. And so the four divine abidings just awaken. They just happen automatically. So now, now okay, cool, great, great metaphor, Mike. What does that mean for us? Because in this scenario, they're little kids, and she's a teacher, and she can see it more clearly. Well, I could I could say that, and and you know, if I, <laughs> you know, the the luck of some other spiritual traditions is, I could take this metaphor and just turn it right around and say, and so we look up towards God as our Father to give us, you know, the same kind of, you know. Uh, attention that that my wife, the teacher, is able to give these little kids, but in Buddhism we don't we don't tend to look up, right? We look in. So how can we do the same thing by looking in? If I if I look toward the uh, the actual sutra that describes the four abidings, the answer is right in front of me. And so I'm excited to share it with you. I'm like the kid telling about Godzilla, and then in the sutra, in the instructions to the to the Kalamas. So the, in the very famous sutra, the Buddhist instructions to the Kalamas. It it's mostly famous. In fact, I think even in the you know talks I've given, I've, I've referenced it a whole bunch of times. But I've never mentioned the four exalted dwellings. Have Maybe I did. I don't know. But in in that talk, it's mostly famous because it's the talk where the Buddha says to these to these folks, don't accept a teaching just because uh, someone smart said it or it was written in a scripture or it you it's traditionally known or it he, it's it's his sort of uh, manifesto on what to accept as true. And the bottom line in the in the sutra is, only when it is as clear and as true to you as this mala is sitting in my own hand, when it's as true as that, only when it's that true, then accept it. Don't accept it, even even if I say it, the Buddha, don't, don't accept it just because I say it. It's gotta be true for you. And the very next part of that sutra is, if you do that, you will reside in these four exalted dwellings. And he goes on to describe them equanimity, compassion, joy, empathetic joy, that is, and loving kindness. That's to me that's something. What he's saying is just 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 like the little kids and, and my wife. When when you realize in your own heart, what is most true, when you, when you arrive at a place of wisdom that is, that is unshakable for you, then you don't have to find ways to be equanimous, equanimous, <laughs> compassionate, loving uh, metta, loving kindness, or joy. They just happen. They are, in fact, I, I love it, because they're called the awakened abodes. And, and it's one of these words that has a double meaning, right? It's an abode of the awakened, right? So you have this picture of the statue of the Buddha, right? Yeah, Come here, buddy. Look how, look how peaceful he is. Like there, you can see. He's awakened. He's enlightened. He, he feels these four things very deeply and readily, right? But that word awakened also can very easily mean they are abodes that are awakened from a place of wisdom. And and here we are again. You know, how does this, this relates perfectly to the system of mindfulness that we teach, right? We teach in our, in our system of mindfulness that emotions are based off of our thoughts. And our thoughts are based off of our beliefs. Right? And that if, if we have an emotion that troubles us, anxiety, depression, something like that, it's based on a thought that's grounded in a belief that's driving that experience. Well, here we are. Joy, compassion, love and kindness, inner peace, those are emotional states driven off of a thought, which is driven off of a belief. That belief is the wisdom that I earn for myself through my own searching of it. pretty cool. Find what's true for you. Find what's true for you. How do you find yourself into these four awakened states? Into this sense of equanimity, where I can see what's happening in front of me, and I can see it uh, without needing to be attached to it. Because that's essentially what equanimity is all about. Equanimity gets... gets, Sometimes I think a a rough interpretation, inner peace gets a rough interpretation that sort of means that I'm emotionless. You know, that I can see something very wonderful and be fine with it, I'm not shaken by that. It's nice. Or I see something horrible and painful and I'm also not shaken by that. I I keep my emotional spectrum right here, like in the visible light spectrum. And in doing so, I miss all of these other wavelengths that are also light. But that's not correct. That's not the correct interpretation of equanimity. Equanimity is, I experience my emotions fully, as a human being does. I experience joy in the biggest way that I can. I experience compassion in the biggest way that I can when I confront suffering. I do this, but I don't but I don't attach myself to it. That's what it means to be able to, to rest in these things, but hold them loosely because they are not permanent. And life comes and life goes. And I don't want to find myself attached to them. So this is that inner peace of my wife helping those little kids. She knows. She knows. Like, life is going to come. There will be more pizza sticks, right? Someday, he's going to learn that Godzilla, you know, may not be real. <laughs> he may not. I don't know. No. I'm not going to be the one to, to spoil that.